there, welcome to the Book of Medora, the show where we talk about the legend of Zelda. I'm your host, Crystal, and with me as always is Monica. Hello. And Cameron. Hi. First up, new section, corrections. Uh-huh. Corrections. Uh, the last time we talked about how Link has a stasis power, but it's actually a time reversal power. It's much cooler that way. We, we did big fuck up in our observations we there. We did it poorly. Uh, shout out to everybody in the um, responses who was like, time control. And also when I went, what time control? <laughs> well, you, by responses, do you mean like... Tweets? Oh, tw- tweets. Oh, yeah. Tweets yeah. to your tweet. Oh, is that... Did they say it there? Somebody said time control. Okay, I haven't actually looked at it yet. Oh, okay. And then we were like, what time control? And we're like, oh, shoot. It's time control. Yeah. And it makes sense because he uses time control to get up in the tower. And also all the music in the trailers is reversed. And also they reverted Hyrule back to Hilia's era. Yeah, something like that for fucking sure. <laughs> Big and small timey-wimey bullshit. There's an awful lot of timey-wimey bullshit in this. But also, it's it's Link's arm that does the time reversal, and that's the same arm that was holding in Ganon. So maybe he's being held in by time reversal. That's possible. It's literally freezing him in time. So that's once, cool. once the arm comes out, it's like he he's fresh out of the box. He's like, I've been like this for 10,000 years, but it feels like 45 seconds. Are we going to call this like the arm of Hylia or something? No. No? <laughs> so the uh, the spiky ball uh, action that we saw, um, Link, via the hand, was able to send it up. And you see a preview of the path of the spike ball. And even as it travels upwards, uh, the bokoblins and moblins or whatever are walking down. So it's a localized time bullshit. <laughs> it's very Skyward Sword in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's like the video game Time Shift, where you can throw a time reversal grenade. Oh, yeah. Didn't Time Shift have a thing in it where you could theoretically like turn your enemies into babies? I don't remember oh, wait. that part. I, I might be thinking of a different video game. Hold on. I know that I'm thinking of a game that City played relatively recently. Let me see here. Um, and like Crystal said, the uh, the water droplet that forms sort of like a droplet in reverse from the puddle to a droplet and then up into the sky is another timey-wimey bullshit. Mm. <sighs> um, also, since our last recording, um, various people have said various things during interviews, including, was it Aonoma? Who said that uh, they weren't going to release the uh, the subtitle of this game because it might be spoilers? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Singularity, by the way. Mm. Yes, that but, game has baby yes. stuff. Yeah. It's, the, it, it, does Anima understand that when you go to the GameStop to purchase the video game, you will see the title? I don't know. I Maybe. Well, I, I take it by that time, you will be able to know the title. It will be released at some point. I don't know. Closer I, to the date. Maybe they just like think that they've got it down to a science where it's like, if we reveal the gameplay thing now, it will be the biggest hype factor that will lead up to the best sales leading up to it. Like how they didn't reveal the capture mechanic in Super Mario Odyssey until not too long before it came out. Mm-hmm. That's true. This is definitely just a very calculated marketing strategy, but I think it would be fun if they sold the game in the store as The Legend of Zelda, and then the subtitle did not appear until the title <laughs> card in the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you, you. It's like okay, now go to this QR code to print out the insert for the game box. That'd be a Nintendo-like really? thing. <laughs> or, or it's sure. just a reversible cover, but you know, don't look. <laughs> Don't look. It's That'd like nice. covered up by the by the manual. And the little icon in the Switch main menu also changes to reflect the actual subtitle. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're aware enough of, you know, how how unique a lot of their mechanics are that they don't want this copied. I mean, so far it's looking a lot like Blink's the Time Cat. I don't know to blink the time cat. Okay, well, that was an original Xbox title, not Xbox One, but the first Xbox, where the RAM of the Xbox, which was quite remarkable at the time, was used to give this little 
um, mascot platformer time reversal powers and all mm. sorts of time powers. Okay. Yeah. We we have questions. People have asked us questions. <laughs> Many questions. There were definitely some questions. Crystal, would you like to start us off with the questions? I should probably link you to my tweet. I, I'm on the tweet. I see it. Oh, okay. Rawl asks, what's up with the Sky Islands? We've seen a lot of places in the sky in the past, but this is clearly reminiscent of Skyloft. Connections, implications, were there always just floating islands up there? Now, that last possibility is interesting to me, that it's not so much as the islands are being lifted up out of the ground, but more that they're descending from the sky dimension. From the sky dimension. Now, is that like very far up in the sky so far that we couldn't see it from the ground? Or was that from the sky pocket dimension? The veil. From the sky pocket dimension. Yeah, that would make sense, I guess. I don't know. Um I think that Rawls' question here is sort of dependent on the idea that this is Hyrule as it was in Breath of the Wild, and I don't know that that's what's happening here. When Zelda took her people down to the surface to form the kingdom of Hyrule... Oh, God. It's not like those islands fell down. I mean, one of them did, but most of them stayed up there, right? Yeah, it seems that way. So there would be floating islands up there. Is Skyloft the Great Plateau... I don't know. You tell me. Why would it be? <laughs> I mean, it's got the it's got a really big goddess statue on it, and it's above the um, like it's elevated above the rest of the surrounding countryside, as if an enormous piece of land just floated down and kind of settled. So you think they built the Temple of Time around the the goddess the, statue. around the original temple? Well, yeah, no, uh- no, the original Temple of Time was at the sealed grounds. Yeah, and also the the goddess statue wasn't that big inside of the Temple of Time. Right. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Um, hmm. I I mean, that's assuming, like, in not in all the shots um, can you see the islands in the sky. There are many shots. So they're either not there yet, not apparent yet, or just not there and won't be there. We don't know, Ral. We just don't know. Next question. J-Bob asks, how likely is it for Nintendo to stick to formula on this one? While everything is pointing towards a pretty standard stop Ganon save Zelda plot, I would find that very narratively unsatisfying since the game prior just had that plot. I know it's pretty typical of Nintendo to do this with pretty much every Zelda game. I was at least hoping that in the narrative sequel they wouldn't retread the same plot of the previous game. I have bad news about Nintendo. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's a very real possibility to me that even, like, what's going on with Zelda isn't immediately clear. And I don't think that the way things are being set up right now that you'll need to save her from Ganon. Will you need to save her from something? Probably, because that's that's just this development team. But it doesn't seem like Ganon's going after her. I'm, I don't know if I'm that quite that hopeful. Uh, Nintendo has their... Um, That's too hopeful? God damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like to keep it a bit cynical so that I am uh, mentally guarded from disappointment. <laughs> Nintendo, great at innovating some things, really awful at innovating other things. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that that is... That's vague enough to definitely apply. Quest to save girl is kind of just... There we go. Yeah, yeah the yeah. keystone. That's a fucking fact. The bread and butter. Mm-hmm. The one-two... Crystal, what do you think? I think I think their thinking is, well, Zelda has godlike powers and can obliterate anything she wants into a singularity of holy light. So we can't have her be walking around. Even if her powers are are mostly uh, buried in her again by the ending of Breath of the Wild. Why would yeah. they be, though? Well, they were. She, uh, she remarks she, that she can't hear... The voice of the spirit saying, "Oh right, yes." Or the sword, yeah. She only had she she only had one use on that. Well, I mean, it lasted for a hundred years. It was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, it wasn't very good. Still, I'm, I'm. Look, prove me wrong. It'll make me so happy. I think that we're going. Like I said, we're going to have to save her from something. I'm just not super convinced that we have to save her from Ganon. Well, in the end, what's the difference then? Fuck! I don't know. I'm just saying. I guess that's just pedantry on my part. Well, let me hit you with this one. 
Zelda's wandering in those caves all by herself. Bunch of red malice in there. Maybe she gets infected. Oh, evil Zelda. Evil Zelda. I feel like that's even more unlikely than playable Zelda. Well, I mean, they did have Ganondorf possess Zelda in Twilight Princess. That, yeah. That happened. But that's after, like, her spark of life and divinity or whatever was, like, out of the vessel. You, you can frame it however you want, but it has happened. Mm. I guess, yeah, and there's also spirit tracks. Uh, yeah, in terms spirit of tracks where Zelda died on screen. And was playable, both and things. was body controlled, I mean, by oh, the evil. Oh, yeah. It, it, it manages to include all the elements of this conversation. <laughs> I mean, spirit tracks should be taken as proof positive that even if you're allowed to be hopeful, you shouldn't mm-hmm. be, but you're allowed to be. Like, spirit tracks is proof that even if they do our girl dirty, that doesn't mean that she doesn't have a central role in the plot. What do we think about the possibility that, like, uh, Zelda is sharing the body with Link? Go on. They do a Jonathan Charlotte thing. Like they swap out? Yeah. Link now, can hit a bit harder. Zelda we, can can timey-wimey a bit harder. You, you were saying, Crystal? I was going to ask what would that entail, but then Monica explained <laughs> that it would be Link gets plus two strength and Zelda gets plus two magic. Effectively, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. I don't think that's very fucking likely. I don't know. I, I think I, people would be into that. It's, it's I mean, a yes, loophole, they, but it's a loophole that's got some gender in it. Listen, everybody would love the portrait of Ruin style, switching between them and sharing the same body or not sharing the same body, occupying the same space, timey-wimey bullshit. We'd all love to see it, but they haven't given us enough to... You talked about being more cynical. I'm like, we don't know what's happening. And you're like, that's too optimistic. But this one, you're like, this looks like they can swap back and forth and are sharing the same body. I'm not saying that's what I think is happening. I think that it's that is more unlikely than the the next trailer having Link parasail or paraglide down and then you just kind of swivel off to the back left, and then Zelda's on her own parasail. Oh, people would lose their fucking <laughs> minds. If Zelda has a central part of this game, and, even like, playable or not, if she's around during this game, they're doing a fantastic job setting us up to think that she doesn't. The fuckers. I think that it's pretty likely this is going to be a pretty typical story, J-Bob. Okay, on to Mitchell. Mitchell asks... Does Hyrule showing an origin for floating islands confirm that the entirely accursed time the enti- the entirety of the accursed timeline is a closed loop, and those Breath of the Wild sequel islands just go on to become Skylofts, surrounding islands and the city in the sky? I'm not saying I like the idea, but it's got to be said. Also, not a sequel question, but is the clock canon, and more importantly, where does it fit? Could it be the parallel version of Zelda 1 existing on the child or adult timelines, much the same as A Link Between Worlds? Okay, well, we've got to come back to that second yeah. one. That's 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 a crystal question. <laughs> uh, uh, floating island origin time loop. Are we a time loop, Crystal? I'm a time loop. That I'm, makes I'm sense. I'm pro-time loop theory. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not pro-time loop, despite uh, reasons to the contrary. I'm pro- time branching off at the earliest possible <laughs> point if pre skyward sword time branch i'm pro it turns out that demise is just the calamity and was born from ganon being too pissed off at some point that's time loop yeah fine we have two time loops i'll accept it okay okay <laughs> i'm pro but i don't think that's necessarily what's happening i expect that this will have a lot of skyward sword style fuckery with time I would also accept, I think time branching can fit with time looping. Mm. This is going to be one of those dual world Zelda games, right? Yeah. Sky and land. Underground, maybe. What do you think, Crystal? Uh, No, I'm a single map theorist. (laughs) Damn. That's for real. Okay. Uh, Monica, I don't mean um, sky and land. I mean dark world, light world. Oh. Twilight, sunlight. That kind of thing. The du- the future and past. I, I don't know. The sky could be the past. It it certainly could. 
but I, I'm wondering if this will be one of those dual world games, like the genuine dual world games. But dual games, world where like you like see the link, same building, link to the past, but it's Ocarina a little bit time. different. Well, no, not necessarily. Oh, I mean, like, uh, like when you're doing the time reverse droplet, that sends you back to the past. And then from there, you can jump back down and there will be islands in the sky. You have to go through the time reversal again to get back to the present. Something like that. I mean, it could be. The teardrop will descend to Earth and fill that puddle again. Yeah. Oh, this just making my brain hurt. Is this the origin? Like, is this where, are the Uku going to be up there on those islands? We will never see the Uku again. Oh. The Uku are just some guys who who colonized the islands that were left up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough then. We didn't really talk about the Game & Watch. Is the clock the Game & Watch? Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, 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 okay. I thought that's what it was. They yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. even port the Game & Watch Zelda game. No, but it is the clock function in the anniversary Zelda Game & Watch toy a canonical thing? I don't know. Is the title of the clock, The Legend of Zelda, clock? Oh my God in heaven. <laughs> a lot is hinging on that. But also, uh, worryingly, the clock, if canon, features Triforce pieces as the uh, the numbers. The the name of the device is Game & Watch The Legend of Zelda. Okay. So it's not a Legend of Zelda game. It is a Game & Watch. No. What? It's got the Legend of Zelda right there. No, but it has to be before the colon. That's new moving the goalpost bullshit, Monica. I don't want to hear this from you. <laughs> Crystal, is the clock canonical in the game world? The clock is what Hylia looks like. So it's just, she's the time reading on the ground in the Zelda Game & Watch uh, new device that's, why do they call it that when it's not really a Game & Watch? I mean, it's it's game and it's a watch. Shit, you're super right. You can strap it to your wrist to tell the time. What? What? You can take it out we, of your pocket, and then what's the game time? Game and clock is... Well, there we're both talking about clock. this thing, right? Game and clock is not as catchy. It's like a pocket watch. That you can play three Zelda games on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How's that any different than, like, a smart watch? Yeah, fair enough. If, uh, if Hylia is the time on there, she's, like, 30 Triforces. Yeah, that makes sense. But That's what, yeah, she gets I, them in every timeline. <laughs> Ten times. I stand... I stand by what I said. Which one? Uh, the Legend of Zelda has to precede the colon. No. This is on the timeline for Game & Watch. I think that's reasonable. It's like, a, you know, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. <sighs> oh, Jesus. It's not a mainline Final Fantasy game. Well, can't you tell that from the fact that it doesn't have any numbers in it? Well, neither does Final Fantasy. Mm. Oh. Well, that's not a mainline Final Fantasy then, is it? It hasn't got any numbers. Oh, uh, what about Lightning Returns, colon, Final Fantasy thirteen? Uh, that has numbers in it. But the, the, it's not Final Fantasy thirteen. It's Final Fantasy thirteen Part 3. No, it's Lightning Returns. If it was Part yeah. 3, they call it thirteen three. 3 Says to reason. No, but it's got numbers in it. It's main. <laughs> it's mainline. It's got letters I don't have in the wor- it. Shit. You're right. It is just letters. Maybe any of the Final Fantasies that have letters in them could be mainline. Does that mean that Stranger in Paradise is mainline because it has letters in it? No, it's a spinoff of Final Fantasy. Is it? Because it's not feeling like it. I think <laughs> they had an interview recently where they said that even though it's um, evoking a lot of the same elements, it's not actually directly linked to the story of the original Final Fantasy. Well, that's an obvious lie. <laughs> Readily disproven. By the by fact Garland that you have Garland there? and Chaos. And what sounds like Princess Sarah. I feel like they completely have not made up their mind. And oh, will continue not making up their mind. That script is finished. That, that's that square. does not stop Square Enix. <laughs> you know what? You're super right. Next question. They canceled Final what... Fantasy XV after it came out. They did. <laughs> the bastards. Why would they do that? The, the DLC is where it was just really getting good. They they don't want us to play as the cool dragoon lady. They had a stream to cancel Final Fantasy fifteen. God, they did, didn't they? It was a whole stream for it. 
You can't predict I, Square Enix. I was talking the other day about how I'm just so thankful that uh, The Legend of Zelda is the game that Cam and I bonded over and not like the Final Fantasy series. Because Zelda's been relatively high quality pretty consistently, and Final Fantasy's a fucking mess. It'd be okay even if it was a mess. We would accept that and have to move on or, or so on if it was very bad, but thankful. Thankful for the little things. Crystal, could you read the next question? John asks, is the land in the sky Skyloft or the city in the sky from TP? Or if it's been there the whole time, does it mean the city in the sky is in fact Skyloft? Are we going to get introduced to Ukus in Breath of the Wild 2? Also, you don't see the Master Sword in the trailer, and we definitely saw it in the first trailer. So does that mean that Arcane Crystal was right and Ganon shatters it? What happens to the Master Sword? Mm. It sure as shit ain't there. Yeah, what happened to the Master Sword? Because it was there when they went in the cave. I, I, I still think Link threw it down after Zelda. <laughs> like, you gotta use this, it'll be fine. We do see Link with swords, just not Master Sword. Right. So he can still use a sword with that hand. Yeah. We haven't actually seen him swing a weapon yet, have we? No. Can you think of him swinging a weapon, Crystal? We've seen him with that flamethrower on his shield, but I think that might be about it. I don't think we've seen him swing a sword, no. I don't think we've even seen him shoot a bow. Link cannot use weapons anymore. What the fuck is happening? That will be Zelda. Why did they... Hmm. I don't think that these islands are necessarily Skyloft or the city in the sky. I think they could be separate. There's a lot of sky shit. Yeah, because there are so many islands left up there. You had had the Wind Tribe went to one island. The Uku went to another. (laughs) That's a lot of islands. Do you think it will all be little baby islands or will it be like a big island that you can get lost in? Oh, there better be a big island. I think there's going to be at least one or two big islands. Like, it's in the night shot, more or less the night shot, that we see Link flying into the background towards what looks like a much larger island. I think that I think that could be much more taken a good spot for exploration. And if this is a dual world game, I think it's also very possible that there may be a town or two up there. Yep. I feel like seeing towns in the sky is actually more likely than seeing the towns on the ground. What? There are already towns on the ground. It's I know. I know. But again, we talked about this. Do you really feel like we're going to see the characters from Breath of the Wild? Yes. The side characters. I don't Girl know. Girl at stable. I genuinely have no idea. Somehow that is more unlikely to me. What do you think, Crystal? Yeah, I think you could like meet Prince Sidon with the squid guys from Skyward Sword. Oh, the squid guys, yeah. Yeah, squid guys. It's been a long time since we saw them. Sidon's there and he's like, wow, you're like my ancestors. And they're like, ah, a shark. <laughs> they were quite stupid, weren't they? Um, they very much relied on the water dragon to give them directions. Mm-hmm. Squids are not known for their intelligence. <laughs> they're not like octopodes or anything. Now, octopus says those guys can count. Those, they, they are thinking. They can count one to 20, no problem. <laughs> oh, what is, it? is that a reference to something? No, it's just a, it's something that I think is very easy for me to do. Oh, counting from one to 20? Yeah. yeah I know I sometimes small children have trouble with that, but it's not difficult for me. Rip to them, you're different. Do we think, I don't think the Master Sword's going to break. <laughs> <laughs> we just established Fi's still in that sword and makes sounds. Well, if it breaks, it could be repaired, I guess. We don't know. It's not perma-breaking. There has to be a good explanation for why Link's not using the goddamn thing. He tossed it down. After Zelda, so that she can go off and have her own playable adventure, wielding the Master Sword. Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Maybe the hand is evil, and when Link tries to draw the sword with the hand, it's like, ow, 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 I'm evil, so it burns me. Oh, that's pretty good. (laughs) Maybe... Maybe part of the sword is in the hand. Oh. Maybe it's like Fi's missing hand. (laughs) Oh. So Link Link can pop the sword out of the hands. It's like, Fi has no arms, right? Wrong. Here are her arms. (laughs) Yes. Substantially beefier. Yes. They've been doing them curls in the past 15,000 years. That's amazing. I love it. Let's do this. 
God, I know that I was just thinking about something that would have been good to talk about, but it just got blasted out of my brain. Um, what if Link can pop out a lightsaber from the arm like the Shin Megami Tensei man? That'd be pretty good. It'd be cool to be like the Shin Megami Tensei man. Hey, what if what if the title of this is that it doesn't have a subtitle and they just call it The Legend of Zelda because it's the establishment of The Legend of Zelda? What if it's... Play Final Zelda. Fantasy Origins, whatever. Legend of Zelda Origins. Play a Zelda. The Legend of Zelda 1. Yeah. <laughs> it's spelled out too. O-N-E. That won't happen, but it should. The Legend of Zelda Black Ops Cold War. Okay. I'm... I'm, I'm Next I'm, question. Coley asks... Is the Sky Island going to have enough lore content to talk about? I can tell you before I finish this question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Will Breath of the Wild 2 have any lore implications other than the physical body of Ganondorf? What's your take on this, Crystal? I, I'm starting to think maybe that's not Ganon. Well? It's going to be like, oh, I'm uh, some other Gerudo guy. Totally not Ganon. And I'm the main villain. Isn't that a twist? But then Ganon will show up. At the end. And eat him. Yeah. <laughs> so so you think that the calamity came out of this guy who's not Ganon? Well, we don't know that the calamity came out of this guy. That's true. Even further down, there's another guy being held by the other hand. <laughs> yeah, there's two, where's the other work. hands? Aren't there two <laughs> hands? You would assume. Hylia has two hands. Oh, um... Somebody did some um, analysis of the shot where the corpse is like, in the like second shot of the trailer. And you can see the holes in its chest where the fingers had been dug into it previously. And it looks exactly like the hole that's on its hand. So that makes me wonder, was it originally being held down by more of these arms? Quite possibly. It's been slowly burning off the arms. Mmm. It's only taken it 10,000 years. Kali, we have uh, recorded at least an hour or two based on about 40 seconds of trailer. Yeah. So uh, it stands to reason that there will be plenty of lore all over the place. Don't worry. And it will probably have some stuff in it besides just Ganondorf's body. Assuming that Ganondorf is in the game, which he is. Crystal, I will manifest this myself, goddammit. It's been Ganondorf 15 years. killed by Kazuma Mishima. That's true, but he always comes back after he's killed. They just need to, they just need to get the, the Mishima clan in here to help Link. Just get the whole Mishima Zaibatsu and see what that yeah, organization... Yeah, get Hachi in here, get uh, Jin. Yeah, all those guys with guns who are just there to get kicked by Jin. Kung Fu. Kung Fu? Yeah. Confuzi asks... Is Zelda still going to be able to speak into Link's mind, and how much lonelier and more miserable of an experience is it going to be for the both of them? Because obviously the answer is no. Is the answer no? I don't think the answer is necessarily no. The yeah, hand's going to talk. Zelda could, even if Zelda's dead, she could still speak to Link's mind. Mm-hmm. That's a thing Zelda's can do. Yeah, she, she's been doing that for quite a long time at this point. Yep, dead or alive. From the edge of time. If she couldn't, though, yes, it would be a much lonelier and more miserable experience. This game can't have uh, blood moons in it, can it? There won't be a need for blood moons. Therefore, no. What do you mean there won't be a need for blood moons? Well, you have all the extra RAM of the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But they still have to reset the world state every once in a while or else you're going to run out of enemies. They just do it whenever you time travel. Oh, okay. Yes. Sure. There's going to be at least some people, if that's how it works, there's going to be at least some people who go around and get rid of everything so they just have a completely just empty Hyrule or sky to get around in. Well, also, you know, if Ganon's out and about, he could probably just reactivate the enemies at any interval. They never stay gone. (laughs) Oh, Monica, you saying that made me think, what if Ganon's like nemesis? He's just wandering the world and sometimes he catches you. Yeah, it's like you 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 have uh, your world map, and one of the things that it tracks is here is Ganon, and here is Ganon's current heading. F O E does not seem to know where you are, and then sometimes he knows where you are. F O E yes, much like the F O E in Etrian Odyssey, I guess. 
But yeah, that that would be cool. I'd like to have Ganon as a pursuer enemy. The Legend of Zelda Dread. Yeah. I mean, a, a pursuer enemy is something that I like in lots of games, but I know that some people wouldn't like it very much. It gives me heart attacks. Especially if Ganon or whatever pursuer shows up disables your ability to fast travel. Yeah, you can't get away. He breaks your arm. Arm doesn't work around Ganon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to outfight it and then run like hell. David asks, I wanted to ask how personally attacked you felt after the Smash DLC reveal. God damn it. <laughs> this is specifically a Cameron question. Yeah, uh, thanks, David. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to say that I felt personally attacked. It's more like a tired acceptance that this is just how they treat Ganon and Smash. It's just like, yeah, that makes sense. Every other character is a long-distance distance demon who specializes in beating up heavies, and then they just cut to the quick and just had Kazuya show up with Ganon already being dead. I was like, yeah, all right, this makes sense. They're just... <laughs> specialize in beating up heavies. That has been the way to describe almost every single DLC character. That's because that's every character in the game, because the way the game is designed is bad for heavies. Sure is. You know what I think would be a really good way to balance the game? Heavier characters should be harder to kill rather than easier. So heavies should have the best recovery in the game, and lighter characters should not be very good at recovering. Yeah, but that doesn't matter because you'll still be able to combo them easily. Sure. It'll just take a little longer. But it can matter in some ways. I think that I could come up with a Ganondorf moveset while keeping him very heavy that would work. You know, maybe. Everybody's still playing Ganondorf, so therefore they're trying to balance it in the only way they know how. I think that his player rate has actually gone down quite a bit because every new character is so good at beating his ass. How upset were you that the Smash trailer did not feature Ganondorf dead and then Big Pig or otherwise Beastie Ganon? I will not lie that to a certain degree, I half expected for about a quarter of a second that Ganondorf being dead like that would actually matter to the course of the trailer. Like it was going to be a Zelda character, perhaps Pig Ganon. That's what I thought too. It didn't last for very long because that's just not the kind of game that Smash is. We haven't gotten a genuinely new Smash character for Zelda, Zelda Smash character since 2001. But yeah, for, for just a second, I believed Pig Ganon. That would have been sick. They 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 tease Zelda a lot in that in that direct because they said one more thing time to announce that we won't be doing any other remasters this year. Also, there's Hyrule Warriors DLC. That's our final announcement. Also, one more thing. Here's here's the game you wanted. Yeah. Oh no! But the Game and Watch first. Yeah. Oh, also the Game and Watch. <laughs> yeah, it's it, they they like taking the piss out of Zelda sometimes, especially in Smash. So. I didn't feel personally attacked. I wasn't even disappointed. It exactly met my expectations, which is very bad. You, I mean, you lots fuckers. Of in the game. Yeah, they've got real fighting game characters from real fighting games in there. It's really funny if you watch uh, YouTubers react because some of those fighting game YouTubers recognize who it is in like. Instantly. Instantly. Just from the from the pose that Ganondorf was in as he was being carried and the light coming from before, we had multiple YouTubers that we watched it just instantly went, oh shit, it's Kazuya. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo YouTubers are the most tunnel vision people on Earth. Oh yeah? Yeah, they're like, who the fuck is Terry? No one's ever heard of Terry. Why don't they put Isaac in the game? Isaac. <laughs> you know that popular character Isaac from Golden Sun? Way yeah, more well-known uh, than the King of Fighters. Or Tekken. Tekken. Yes, the most poggers, Isaac from Golden Sun. What's the next question? I I, I think, wait, who who went last? I went Was it last. Crystal? Or, or, uh, okay. I don't know, actually. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. I'll go, I'll go. <clears throat> Marco says... This trailer shows us a sneak peek that matches the merchandising for Skyward Sword with all the Sky stuff. Do you think that a future collection with Wind Waker and Twilight Princess can match a new sneak peek showing other aspects of the game, such as sailing the seeds, diving, and a cave system? Huh. 
it's true that this game feels like the parts that they've shown for this trailer feel a lot like Skyward Sword in a lot of ways. Would there be Wind Waker or Twilight Princess style elements that they could show off for an HD collection? Nintendo said they weren't working on any other thing for the year of Zelda. Yeah. Which we understand is is the fiscal year. Right. I don't think so, unfortunately. That'd be cool. I also don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get a real boat sailing mechanic in this game. But, I mean, I think it's really cool that they're tying this to Skyward Sword. As as few um, people have played Skyward Sword now. But clearly they're, they're looking at this whole anniversary sort of thing and looking at the long view of the series. And that's that makes me happy. We sure have only seen one power so far, haven't we? With the time reversal. Uh-huh. The, the Sheikah Slate abilities are nowhere to be seen. Well, Stasis is a time power, so... You've probably still got Stasis. I know. Where'd the the slate go? I mean, Zelda has the slate. She has the slate in the true ending of Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's her iPad. Yes, it is her iPad. And when she fell into that abyss, she took her iPad with her. I mean, I don't want to bring up (laughs) this idea that Zelda might still be around, but, you know, it's there as a thing. We can only hope. We can only hope. I think you get time uh, reversal power. You get a time stop power. Uh, you get a time uh, fast forward power mm. to turn the, the moblins into skeletons. Yeah, make all the moblins into old people. <laughs> or into babies. Or into babies. Baby moblins would probably be pretty cute. That would explain the horns. You're aging them and their horns get bulbous or whatever. Yeah. That'd be kind of funny. Ellen asks, now that the dream of playable Zelda is broken, what do you think she's up to during the game this time? Did she get wife-armed? Oh, now this is an interesting possibility. Is oh, she in Jesus. the arm? Okay, Crystal, why don't you explain that for our listeners who might not get the reference? Uh, in the video game Bionic Commando 2009, you have an arm that has all sorts of abilities, such as a grapple hook, and uh, the soul of your dead wife is in the arm. What? Uh, I know that we've talked about this with you before, Monica. I don't retain information like that. It's exactly like Castlevania Lament of Innocence. What's that? We'll talk about it later. Okay. What do you think of this possibility, Crystal? See, I, I think this is more and more likely the more I think about it. Because it's, it's Hylia's arm, right? That's what we've been saying. I don't... Mm. Okay, go on. And then, you know, they can say, oh, well, technically Zelda is playable. You, you, you can use the arm, right? When you're pressing the Y button to use the arm, you're playing a Zelda. Jesus Lord. And that's why the arm has all the Sheikah Slate abilities, maybe. Because uh, Zelda's in there. <laughs> but we see the arm and Zelda. Do we? I think. We definitely don't see Link with the arm and Zelda at the same time. That's not a thing. What I'm suggesting is that Link reaches his arm down into the pit and the arm stretches out all sorts of like magic tentacles and grabs Zelda and slurps her up. Just eats her. Yeah, now Zelda's in the arm. That sounds weird. I don't think that's going to be what happens. You know, she can talk to you, give you advice. uh, Be like, let me out of this arm. She can talk (laughs) to NPCs for you so Link doesn't have to talk. I don't know about this. No, I don't think she got wife-armed. That's just me. Okay, maybe you, Zelda you doesn't get wife-armed. Do you think there's a wife in the arm? Does the arm Uh-oh. Is the arm a, a companion? Like how the, how the girl is the sword? Yeah, like how yes. you had a wife sword. I don't know if I... The hand will probably talk. Do you think... Hmm. That's right. We talked about this last time. It's going to be like Vampire Hunter D where the hand talks to you like, I'm a piece of shit. How about just Link and Zelda will swap out. The arm will still be there. They'll both have the arm. They both have the arm. They have two arms. They do have two arms. It's true. Each. (laughs) No, no. It's the same arm that is blue. It's just the person at the end of the arm swaps. Oh. So they're both in the arm. Oh, right. Because Zelda's in the arm, but then Link can take her place. Right. Uh From the arm, the Link goes in the arm. Okay. This would be an interesting way to do it, to be sure. <laughs> yeah. You're up next, Crystal. Um, 
Tyler asks, what do you think of Link's appearance? I think the long hair with the corrupted arm just looks awesome. Also, what do you think the overall tone of this game is going to be? Link's new look is fucking dope. Link looks fantastic. It is awesome, yes. It, it, it might be the best Link look so far. I'm so glad they don't tie themselves down to the green and the hat. Yeah, like breaking away from that classical tunic. This, 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 is, this is really good shit, and it's unique looking, and has an instantly recognizable silhouette, and it's just cool. It's just cool. You think the reason they don't show Link's face is because he's got some facial hair this time to show that this is an adult dark <laughs> game? No. I think that he might have, like, scarring on his face or possibly tattoos to match the tattoos running up and down his side, which is weird because when did Link get tattoos? It's the arm. Could be. What do we think the tone of this game is going to be? Dark. Dark. I don't know. Is all the tones are pretty consistent do we mean like is it going to be like god of war dark or is it going to be like majora's mask dark do we think it's going to be like majora's mask or like wind waker or twilight princess i i was gonna say it's gonna be more like twilight princess um that game was pretty dark yeah people died all the fucking time in that game and it was terrible i don't think i would like it that much if it was two monsters came back uh yeah, I just hope it, it does match the, the Breath of the Wild feel. And I think they're going to. You want to go up to the top of a hill and pick up a rock? <laughs> no, like, yes. Like, yeah. post-apocalyptic, but, like, hopeful. I don't think this is actually going to be a post-apocalypse, at least part of it. Or this is a double apocalypse. Zelda's a weird setting. Poor Hyrule. Breath of the Wild did have pretty dark trailers, too, to the point where people were not sure that that game had towns and NPCs. People were out of their minds with that shit. Like, oh, they haven't shown us any towns so far, so there's no towns in the game. They haven't shown us Kakariko Village, so there's probably not any NPCs. That was real talking point from people that I spoke to, and I still cannot get over that shit. I was pretty surprised that the game was as populated as it was. It had a lot of folks in it. There, it, it was, in some ways, the most lived-in Zelda game. Yeah, yeah. a hopeful post-apocalyptic. People come together and helping each other and shit. It was, but yeah, just just the fact that people had all these doubts about whether or not. I guess that's an object lesson for if the if the Cappy trailer wasn't enough of one, and that Nintendo will hold back showing anything about a game for no particular reason. Uh huh. Just so you get more hype over the trailer later. Hype equals sale. I mean, Breath of the Wild is on its way to like 25 million sales or some ignorant ass number like that. So it's hard to argue with the results. Hype. Where are we in questions? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we got one from... Uh, we're, we're most of the way through. We're not quite, but most of the way. Uh, we got one from Nick here. Um, Nick says... You think it's going to have deeper connections to Skyward Sword? All the Sky stuff plus a re-release of Skyward Sword next month? Makes me wonder if they did that to introduce newcomers so they'd understand references. I just want Fi, man. I think we could I see Fi. Yeah, I think that's possible. Yes. I feel you, Nick. I also want to see Fi. A lot of people talk shit on Fi. I love her. She's great. It's definitely intentional that they, they planned the Skyward Sword release for this year. Re-release. You think? We're getting into, like, meta-narrative around releases? Yes. Oh. I mean, otherwise they wouldn't show, you know, Link diving through the clouds in the sky. I guess the fact that we anticipate it being, like, a time loop or some stupid thing related to the time period where Hylia's footprints were still fresh in the sand. Yeah, we kind of expect it to have deeper ties to Skyward Sword. That's that's Fujibayashi's game. It was like, I'll make you fuckers appreciate that game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Get him, Fujibuyashi. But stop stop sidelining Zelda, you bastard. Cassidy asks, is Zelda going to drive Link's motorcycle out of the pits of hell? I think that's a thing in the new DLC for Hyrule Warriors. But also, she's not dead, so it's fine. She did go to Hades. Yeah, you can be in hell and still be alive. Shut up. Probably. Is this a thing where Termina is also the afterlife? Well, Terminus is a dream uh, thought up by the Skull Kid. Oh my god. I hate the Zelda Encyclopedia just for that one. No, it's not. 
That's not canon. That is what canon means. I'm sick of this. It's my favorite cannon blasting. <laughs> oh, God, I think my fever just broke. I'm sweating like a pig. We oh both got our shots yesterday, our second shots. Yeah. So, we be loopy. Yeah. I think that's all the Twitter questions. Um, I think there's about four more. Lau asks, Bacoblin based on a talus, cool or super cool? It's fucking super cool. Yeah, super awesome. cool. Rev asks, will there be a new episode regarding this trailer and or Age of Calamity? You're on it, Rev. <laughs> yeah. Adam asks, new Book of Medora episode when? Well, when this question gets answered, you'll know. Yeah. Lau asks one more time, how about Link's right arm? It looks cool. Also, yeah. It looks cool. We got to the end of the Twitter questions. Good job to uses. Are of you course, up for there's... emails? <laughs> emails. I think we can just we can just do the emails that are related to the. Uh, to we'll the, see how it goes. To the new okay, but we'll start with. We've those. got stamina. We st- I don't, but we'll start I've with those. I've got stamina. You, you, you Felix you first, sends in an, an email. Hey there, Crystal, Monica, and Cameron. I'm a listener since two years, and I absolutely love your podcast. Ah. I rewatched the trailer several times, and I made us some theories that you might be interested in. When we see the castle rise up, there are no islands where we saw them before, the scene where Link goes through the walls. So I think the castle rising up was the trigger to the islands appearing. Maybe the awakening of Ganon rose up the castle, and the cave where Link and Zelda were collapsed, so they had to fight themselves out of the cave systems, which would include the boss against which Link fights with his flamethrower. Maybe Zelda even gets lost during the process, and the scene where Link catches her was just bait. When they get back up, time has passed, and now the islands are there. Maybe even the arm, which was connected to Ganon's reawakening, and which maybe contributed to the events happening afterwards, like Navi, tells you to explore the islands. So far with my theory. Now to the gameplay mechanics. I don't know if you're familiar with Wind Bombs. It's a speedrun strat to launch Link through the sky, can be used to cover huge spaces, also vertically. So either Nintendo patches it out because you could just get to all the floating aisles without solving the riddles, or they have invisible barriers, which would not fit into the Zelda games, or they don't include bombs at all. Thanks for reading my theories. Best wishes, and I hope you stay safe. Felix. Thanks, Felix. Thanks, Felix. Thank you. What do we think, team? I think that bomb jumping is a hell of a trick. (laughs) I think they leave in all the tricks and sequence breaks. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think that's too tied into the brand of, of Breath of the Wild. That's assuming you have the slate. Maybe Zelda is down in the caverns doing oh, man. slate <laughs> bullshit. Zelda's the only one who can, like, propel herself at the speed of sound by slamming a bomb into her own back. I think, I think they'll give you bombs. But will they be slate bombs? They might not be slate bombs. I just really like the idea of Zelda being the one to launch a bomb into her own spine and just, like, flying across Hyrule. (laughs) That's how she gets out of the pit. That's how she gets out of the pit. She stasis a log and then hits it a bunch of times and then jumps on the log. Yeah. I I do like a lot of these ideas that you're throwing out there, Felix. I also feel like um, it may be reading the sequential nature of the trailer a bit too literally. I have the impression that the trailer goes back and forth from the very early part of the game versus a later part of the game. Because it's like, go, it, 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 it doesn't read to me like it's tracing out the plots of a story. We shouldn't think, looking at these scenes, that they all happen in that order in relation to each other. Yeah, we definitely did notice and agree there's something about the island's appearing though they yeah. will appear at some stage they're not there before yeah that's a, that's a good note about and with the castle um the other thing about it is that um the 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 castle doesn't fly it's being held up by a big old rock and a lot of malice so it's not a floating island in the same way it does look like it's on a pedestal yeah pedestal of stone or malice or maybe a big scary hand a bigger hand yeah, like a big magic Ganon hand. That'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's that's some weird berserk shit, though. What do you think, Crystal? I think you'll have to navigate. So the castle will be the ending of the game, same as the last game. Uh, you'll have to skydive into it, do the world's first Halo jump. And oh, no. <laughs> you, you do that through, you know, playing, playing through the main story to prepare yourself and get to the island where you can make the jump. 
Or you can use a, a bomb trick to get there immediately. Oh yeah, that's something that I hadn't thought about. Is is this game is this game gonna let you go straight to the final boss? Yes. What if it doesn't? Well that's not the sequel to Breath of the Wild. That's not my sequel to Breath of the Wild. Fair enough. <laughs> so there's one option where like Link and Zelda get separated and then Link like goes, I'm sick of this shit and just goes and fixes it. Alternatively, there's a long circuitous, circuitous circuitous route where you play as Link and Zelda and reunite each other. Uh. And then beat up Gandor. We assume. The castle kind of looks like Gan's castle from Ocarina of Time. Surrounded yeah, by the big moat. Oh yeah, it is a floating island in Ocarina. He's got an aesthetic. He he's very consistent. He likes his castles to be in the air. He likes to look down at the plebs. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, it's so he can feel the winds. Oh, he covets. It so is windier up there. <laughs> Crystal, are you are you keyed into the discourse going on where people are so ready for Ganondorf, the double Dracula Super Satan in this game? To be the tragic figure. Yeah, of course I am. People are always going to want that. They shouldn't. He's the devil. Just because he people do that with Satan the devil. <laughs> That's true. Milton did that shit, the motherfucker. Uh, not exactly. They, as good as. He, he sort of did like a lead up, but it was so convincing it won over, you know, Byron and et al. But I mean, like... Gandorf does a triple genocide first shit out of the box before the game actually starts. And then so does the Arbiter. Princess. Yeah, that's, is that, wait, does he? I was reading the Arbiter's Wikipedia page from Halo, and it said, he is responsible for the deaths of over one billion humans. What? <laughs> because he, he has glassed like a dozen planets. Oh, wow. That's horrible. And you play as him. Yeah, you play as him in Halo 2. Yeah, he's like a, you know, a, a heroic figure. It was actually very cool at the time. Was this story written after Halo 2? Um, oh, was I don't it? know. His body count was probably given after Halo 2, but like he was known to be the commander of the Covenant fleet. Was was this written by the lady that really likes the Marines? N- no. Oh. I don't blame you for asking though cuz she writes a lot of Halo stuff. Yeah, I know. That's like all I know about Halo. No, he, Something he, was, about- he was the off-screen villain, the commander of the fleet from the first game. And the second game opens with him on trial because Halo got blown up, so he fucked up real bad. And then he gets tortured and becomes the Arbiter, which is someone who has to go on, like, suicide missions for the Covenant. But then he goes on the mission and he survives. And he learns that, actually, the the prophets are wrong about Halo. Yeah. So he, he that's right, and I'm sure that Halo fandom whoopified this shit out of the Arbiter. <laughs> on to the next email. No, hold on, we're still talking about what? this. Did they whoopify the shit out of the Arbiter? Yeah. Okay, thank you for telling me. So they'll do it to Ganon. Uh, they've been trying for a long time with Ganon. He hasn't Nintendo been has not budged on this. He, he, he's, he's a relatively handsome guy who's really powerful and has been around for a long time. They just want him to be a good person. Plus he has gender. He does have gender. This is an email from Sanley. Hi, Monica, Cameron, and Crystal. Newish listener here. I've been slowly going through all of your Legend of Zelda podcasts and I'm very much enjoying them. Just wanted to share some thoughts on the newly, as the newly released Breath of the Wild 2 trailer has me hyped up so very much. In the beginning of the trailer, we see that the malice grabbed onto Link's arm. Would the malice infect Link or simply try to hurt or kill him? As I recall, it is possible to be infected by malice, such as with Nadra, but the instances seem rare. If Link is infected with malice, perhaps this is why he doesn't have or can't use the Master Sword. From the few clips we have seen in the trailer, it can be speculated that this new technology, which is now part of Link's arm, saved him. What are your thoughts? Monica, your wish for Skyward Sword of the Wild came true. Yeah! That's what I thought after watching the trailer. Skyward Sword holds a very special place in my heart, so when I first saw that scene where Link was falling from the sky, it just hit me with so much emotions. Me too. I don't think this game will loop back into the timeline of Skyward Sword, but the floating islands in the sky is a very welcoming sight. 
Thank you for this podcast and for all of your hard work. I've so enjoyed delving back into every Zelda game and learning so much. All the best, Sanley. Thank you, Sanley. Thank you, Sanley. Thank you. I, I'm into this idea of the malice infecting Link and making, you know, putting a little evil in him so he can't hold the Master Sword because it burns him. Yeah, you did say that. I. Monica doesn't like it because Link has to be the most incorruptible. Link is incorruptible. <laughs> he lost his arm. I think that's what the malice did. I I mean, I would accept it if it, it, it happened um, in the game. But I think Nintendo, it's unlikely that Nintendo would do that. Much akin to in Twilight Princess when, you know, you're gathering these dark shards of whatever that corrupt everybody. And it's like, oh, no, what will happen when you have all of it? And it's like, it's fine. Your link, it's fine. What if this is the first game where Link talks and he's like emo and angsty and he says stuff like, I can't escape this hell. I can never change the animal that I have become. Oh. Uh, I, I really thought you were going to say that you're here to kill Ganon. It's like <laughs> I'm a thirst. Kill Ganon. <laughs> it's a it's need. It's like a thirst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, what was that other reference, Crystal? Oh, the song Animal I Have Become by a band. Damn, a whole band. A very popular AMV song. Definitely uh, seen some Twilight Princess AMV set to it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, Link that makes very sense. angsty in that game, but like he could have been. Could have been. Um, I think that Link losing his arm is in some ways going to be the most violent Zelda thing we've ever seen. Because it's not going to be gory or anything, and we won't see much explicitly, but the implication, I think, is going to be that the malice engulfs his arm and burns it right the fuck off. Could yeah, be there hasn't really something. been a link that's been harmed that immensely, other than dying. Okay, yeah, but that was a different link. You were saying, Crystal? Could be an M-rated Zelda. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, they're, they're going to hide it pretty decently. But I do think that's what's going to happen. Because, like, when Link walks around on Malice in Breath of the Wild, it damages him over time. But this one, I would expect it just, like, it just... And he's like, ah! And then it, like, burns him so bad that he loses consciousness. And that's when things really go to shit. And then that's when he gets his surgery done by the Zonai. But let's consider uh, this by Sanley. Maybe the tattoos are the bad bits, and maybe the the arm is now containing the bad bits from Link. Oh, mm. keeping it from killing him. Yeah. That's an interesting idea, which would be why that part of the arm is like charcoal rather than blue. But we see it glowing really blue when it's attached to him. Either way, it prevents Link from being able to wield the Master Sword. Do we think that's what causes him not to use the Master Sword? I mean, if he loses his arm too, yes. But I mean, he gets his arm back. It's not his arm anymore. <laughs> I am really curious about what happened to the Master Sword. That's why Link loses all of his hearts and stamina, too. Oh, yeah, that would actually make a good amount of sense. It's just like he, he's in an absolutely catastrophic uh, accident, so to speak. I mean, to be fair, they're probably... It, it's possible that he can use the Master Sword. They just shot the trailer without it, too. I suppose. If you could still use the Master Sword, what's the point of using other weapons? You don't want the recharge time. I see. Yeah, but Link did the Trial of the Hero. Yeah. That's true. Uh, it's always fully powered and takes like 200 hits. Yeah, and I, I think they would you would progress until you can use the Master Sword again and there'll be a sequence because they're still doing that. They're going to have to remake the Master Sword after it gets shattered. Oh, it's because Link is going to be, like, all emo and angsty. There'll be, like, a, a plot line where he's like, am, am I still worthy of the Master Sword? No, Even Crystal. though I've become this animal. But then he learns that he is worthy. When he remembers that the real power of the Master Sword is the strength of friendship. When the Master Sword is called over from a distance, this is a Thor. Oh, yeah. no, no. I was making a Hyrule Warriors <laughs> reference. But then all the NPCs from the previous game are be like, wow, Link, you've really changed. You've become a much darker person. <laughs> God. It's like Sidon doesn't know what to do with him. Do we have any other Breath of the Wild emails? No. We are caught up. For those. For those. <laughs> for the sequel emails. I'm going to be honest. Are you dying? I'm tired. How are yeah. we doing for time? 
Uh, we're, we've been we're about an for an hour, hour. fifteen. Yeah. Okay. It's, if we glue them together, that would be a very chunky. No, I think that it makes two nice brisk episodes. Yeah. Okay. It's okay for us to have brisk episodes sometimes. For all the people whose emails came in between, we will get to you eventually. We will. That will happen. There was one email. Hold on. What? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. We, 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 we can read another one. We can read another one. But this is the last one. I'm tired. It also has to do with Breath of the Wild 2. <clears throat> From Keegan. Hello, Monica, Cameron, and Crystal. I wanted to hear your opinion on what you want in Breath of the Wild 2. Do you feel like Link should have an official love interest? Should it be a multiplayer game? Should it have Zelda as a playable character? Should it have Ganondorf? And if it does, should he play his own theme music and on an organ like an Ocarina of Time? Sorry for the long-winded email. Love your podcast, Keegan. Keegan, that's not a very long email. Don't worry about it. This was sent in January. Yeah. So uh, prior to the most recent trailer. Yeah. What now, are your co-op, co-op Zelda sounds interesting to me. Go on. They could they could potentially still announce that. They could actually. If you're if you oh. have two people, you can do all sorts of speedrun tricks. And that would be Zelda is exclusive to multiplayer. So this is the scenario where in the next trailer, Link is paragliding down and it swivels over, and Zelda's on another parasail right behind him. <laughs> it has a big P2 hovering over her. Or the reason Link doesn't have the Master Sword is he actually has the Four Sword. Oh no. So you have the Four uh, Links. Yeah, okay. I accept this grudgingly. <laughs> Should Link have an official love interest? Link has an official Shut love up. interest. <laughs> Link has an official love interest. Her name is Princess Zelda of Hyrule. Uh-huh. Hmm. My answer's no. They love teasing, and that's fine. I can live with it. Duh. But also, yes. If Link Should is edgy Zelda's- and emo, he can be like, fuck Ganon, <laughs> he took Mifa from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then that makes him have even more complicated feelings about Zelda. He's like, I lost my wife. What if I lose Zelda too? I don't know if I could experience that again. Now he's turning into a sad dad. How about no? <laughs> no, too late. You wanted your official love interest. You got it. This is what happens. Uh, should it have Zelda as a playable character? Should? Yeah. Should, yes. Will. Uh, just should. Falls out to court. Just should. Should it, Crystal? Yeah. Yeah. Should it have Ganondorf? And if it does, should he play his own theme music on an organ like Ocarina of Time? The castle music should be diegetic because Ganon is playing his organ so loud. Cameron will flip his mind. Diegetic music in Zelda games is the best, and it's so rare. God. He would yell and holler, and it would be very, (laughs) very funny to experience. That's why the Windfish theme is there, because Ganon loves wind. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I actually did think the first time that I heard the Hyrule Castle theme in Breath of the Wild that the footsteps were a diegetic element. Like, walking through, you could hear the ghosts of the past. And I know that that's not really true, but I liked, like, that brief moment where I thought that's what was happening. I thought it was very cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, more diegetic music in Zelda games. Especially when Ganon's playing his own theme song on the organ. We want a dehydrated or rehydrated Ganon. Playing his theme song. Why, why are we still calling him rehydrated? He's just a corpse. Yes, I want no, him like to get if his, he rehydrates. I want him to get his vitality back. Yes. What if Link is all infected with malice and edgy and emo, but then he meets Zelda again, and Zelda like gently caresses his scarred up malice face and heals him? Did you come up with this scenario just for Monica? Yeah. Uh it's okay, but I I I, I hew very strongly to the. Link being incorruptible and not... Sure, but it's not saying that he's corrupted, but he does have wounds. Oh, wounds, that'd be great. Like, she can yeah. close up his wounds. But, like, dark and angsty Link, no. Pass, pass, <laughs> pass, pass. But you do like the image of her, like... Oh, yeah, that's great. Closing up his wounds. Ah. Uh, yeah. I'll eat two bowls of that. I've hit the limit of my stamina. Cameron, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter, at CamWriter. You can find me at Arcane Crystal on Patreon.com slash Arcane Crystal, where you could be listening to this episode a week ago. Uh, yeah. On the Eidolon Playtest podcast, uh, an actual play based on JoJo's and Persona. 
on MCU Complete Me, the show where I talk about all of the Spider-Man movies. And uh, that's where you can find me online. And you can send emails, of course, to bookofmedorapodcast at gmail.com. That's bookofmedorapodcast at gmail.com. You want to close out with a Spider-Man joke? Hell yeah, I love Spider-Man. This comes in from upjoke.com slash Spider-Man dash jokes. Um, hold on. <laughs> that was a bad one. That was a bad <laughs> joke. Uh, how bad are we talking? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reuse this joke. Okay. Why does Spider-Man always have the best comebacks? Why? With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Boo. I like it. What was the previous one? Was it just rude? It was it was a, a rude, crass joke, a real M-rated blue joke. I don't like those. Yeah. Especially for Spider-Man. Okay, I'll take response ability. Uh, is it funnier to you when there's a gap in there? Uh-huh. Okay. That way you know it's two words. Yeah, not yeah, yeah not one word. Not like Uncle Ben's uh, catchphrase. Not Uncle Ben's catchphrase. Alright. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.